Hey guys, you're listening to Girls Gotta Talk Podcast. Welcome back to Girls Gotta Talk Podcast. This is Allie. And this is Ruby. Today we're going to be doing a Valentine's episode, so we're really excited. We're going to be reading other people's dating advice because we are way too unqualified (laughs) to give it ourselves. So we asked like a bunch of friends and just random people to give us or not random people people we know no, just people we know <laughs> just randos um to give us their best dating advice so we asked um how many six questions i think yes six so we asked everybody the same questions. like six questions and we're just gonna be reading their answers yeah Great. okay so we're gonna start <laughs> we're with... not we're not gonna say their names though no not just expose them no no no, no. but we're gonna start with the first question which was what are your thoughts on online dating oh yes okay so the first answer we got was it's kind of risky when you're young but prob and probably not worth it when you're older i agree that it i think it's risky all around i agree for some people though maybe it's worth like i don't know some people might get really desperate i mean i have known like probably three or four people who have gotten married recently and they all met them online oh really yeah but i yeah i think definitely don't do it if you're like in high school but yeah i don't know i think you can be safe about it Mm -hmm. the next person said that online dating can be a good tool to use when you're on the hunt for a significant other however it should also be handled with a lot of caution and with the correct intent i think that is like yeah solid advice and that's all for today (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good point. And, like, I think that I like that she included good intent. Like, I feel like that's a good point. Yeah. Do you want to read the next one? Sure. Uh, I honestly do not think highly about online dating because, in my opinion, dating or finding your significant other should not be forced. Ooh, that's good. Creating a profile and actively looking for someone who might possibly turn into something more serious is more or less focused and therefore less natural. Love cannot be found through seeking through the internet. However, if you stumble over someone who then turns into someone you could see yourself dating, that is different. <laughs> yeah. <just> not. <laughs> no, yeah, I think that's true. It's It does seem very, like, forced. Yeah, and the think? fact that you're, like, you're kind of curating, like, a profile. And, and you can, like, like you can make lie. yourself seem however you want. Right. Okay, the next question we had was what was the best dating advice you've ever received if you ever wake up in the morning and realize that you are no longer yourself but you are who you are solely because of your significant other then you need to walk away no man is worth dimming your true self i like that that's really like that's really good advice like don't lose yourself in the person you're dating yeah yeah i feel like that's yeah that's really but i think it's also that's really hard to like realize when you're like in a relationship because i mean when i'm sure when you get married it's different but even when you're dating it's like you're connected to that person you're like Mm -hmm. attached to them sort of in a way so it's hard to know know. what the it feels like a piece of you is in them Mm -hmm. yeah the next one says (laughs) this this seems obvious but invest in people around your significant other Get to know their friends and family and pay attention to the type of relationship they all have. This is not just to make a good impression, but it is so great when you know and understand the people that affect and are cared for by the person you love. And like like realizing how they actually interact with people. That's that's really good. Yeah, and I think seeing how they treat even just like their mom. 
Mm-hmm. Is so I don't know. I just feel like that says a lot about yeah, people. and especially when you're dating. I mean, you could be dating for a short amount of time, and I you don't really get to get as comfortable as like you are with like maybe your mom or like your sister or something. Mm-hmm. So like you're not showing your a hundred percent true self, right? So you see, okay, how do they act around people they're more comfortable with? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really good. Okay, the next one. If you feel that you are losing yourself in the midst of a relationship, you should take a step back and find yourself again. You do not live to please another person. If all you are thinking of on a constant basis is another person, you're forgetting how to be yourself and have your own life away from the relationship. I feel like that's what uh, the other person said before, too. Just, like, don't lose yourself in it. Mm-hmm. Which, again, very hard to do. Easier yeah. Said than done. Yeah. And I think it's – we said it before, but it's hard to, like – I don't know, not let, like, a person you're investing time in to, like, consume you, but you need to, like, I don't know, still, like, don't spend all of your time with that significant other. Like, you need to have, like, your own friends, your own life and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good advice. Okay, this is the next one. Okay, this person says, I know it's incredibly cheesy (laughs) and cliche, but just to simply keep God at the center of the relationship. I had a teacher once tell me that a marriage should look like the shape of a triangle. You and your significant other are the bottom point of the triangle to connect it together. Oh, <laughs> well, not perverted. <laughs> Seeking the Lord who's at the tip of the triangle. Again, I know, it's like straight cheese, <laughs> but the little triangle image never ceases to leave my mind when I think about how my own relationship should look. That's so good. I like that. I love that analogy. I've never heard it before. Yeah, just like both pointing toward the same mm-hmm. thing too. And like you're work like you're working towards mm-hmm. that. Because like as Christians you have a mission and you have like a life that you're called to. The two bottom points should be like working together to actually like pursue yeah. that. That's so good. The, the best thing I've ever seen is really similar to that. And I've never had a boyfriend, but somebody at my church once told me this is um like keep your eyes on Jesus, keep running toward Jesus. And then look around to see who's running with you. And that's who you Mm. should date. Oh, that's so good. Okay, so the next question was, what is your biggest turnoff? So the first one was bad personality. Like, if they aren't nice and sweet. And also, I don't like sweaty people. (laughs) Does anybody like sweaty people? I think some people (laughs) probably find it attractive. Like, they are, like, working hard and they're sweaty. I don't know. I do not think so at all. (laughs) maybe not okay the next one was eating loud and not smelling good yeah that's a very good point i think the problem with sweaty people is like they smell bad and it looks gross i don't think it looks attractive at all i don't get it i don't don't think it looks attractive don't get me wrong (laughs) but i'm just saying i could see why people would maybe find it attractive okay okay but yeah eating loud gross like close your mouth come on Okay, this one is, says dishonesty, disloyalty, and bad hygiene. <laughs> Which I love. Everyone said bad like, hygiene. Very important things about a relationship and then just bad like, hygiene. They can't smell bad. But like, honestly, like, It's very true. true. Yeah. yeah. But also, yeah, dis- dishonesty, yeah, but like, but, but like you can't smell bad. <laughs> That's way more important. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is that pride is a massive turnoff. Um, like the show off, boastful, overly confident person is just not for me. I'm just super attracted to and impressed by humble people. Like what a beautiful trait. Mm-hmm. That's so true. 
And I think that's really, I don't know. I feel like hard it's so to rare. Find. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, that is when you found the one, like someone who's genuinely a humble person mm-hmm. and not always trying to like push other people down, make them look bad or someone who, I don't know. Yeah, just genuinely is not trying to put attention on themselves is really, yeah. really that's, attractive. Yeah. Next question was, what is the right age to start dating? And the, the first person said, I think dating age is kind of situational. When someone is mature enough to understand their intentions and is ready to put someone else's needs before their own, then go for it. You do you. I also think it's really valuable to learn how to date someone and how to correctly treat a love interest when you're still dependent on your parents and living under their roof. So if I had to put a number to it, I would probably say high school age range. Then again, I could be biased because that's when I started dating and things have worked out well for me. That's like my thoughts on yeah. dating age. It's just like you have to be mature enough to like be good to the person that you like, but yeah. also. And have like good intentions. Yeah. And we've talked about that before, like how it's good to start doing that when you have your parents and mm-hmm. I don't know, people to help you. Yeah. But also it's situational and oh, maybe I just don't like anybody and I'm not. I don't know, like, I don't think you should do it because you feel like, oh, gotta do it in high school. Yeah. The next person said, as said above, I don't believe that dating should be something forced. So giving a specific number is hard as love can always happen. You can find your soulmate in high school or when you're 30 and working full time. If you don't force it, you will see when the right time is to pursue someone's something. However, obviously, dating before high school is very early as you're too young to be able to hold up a more serious and healthy relationship. Yeah. I feel like if you're in middle school, you're you're not actually dating. Like, there's no way you're going on dates. That's fake. That's fake news. That's (laughs) very fake news. Okay. This one says, I was 16 and I... Oh, wow. Am I okay? (laughs) Okay. I was 16 and I think that's a great age to start dating. I'm not sure if that's the best, but I'm thankful that I didn't date when I was really young, but I still was able to date in my parents' house with some guidance and knew who I was as a single person a little bit better than I did in my early teens. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, now I've had time to figure out who I am. Mm -hmm. And And I do think there's that's like the hardest part with it is because Mm -hmm. as like an 18 year old, like I don't know myself 100 percent, but I know myself a lot better than I did whenever I was 16 or even like like 15 I don't know next one says this is hard because I wasn't allowed to start dating until I was 18 and that led me to sneak around my parents and get into things that were not good and secretive I would say high school is a good time to start dating but be sure to walk with your high schooler through that time to mentor them and help them not to get and help them not get too caught up in their feelings but I think experimenting and beginning that journey in high school can be great and honestly really beneficial for your growth and maturity as an individual. That's good that answer. That is, yeah, exactly. that's it. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> um, this person just said, I think high school, middle schoolers just aren't mature enough driving age. So Yeah, driving's so true. That's why I feel like middle schoolers, they're not actually dating if oh, the, they yeah. can't drive. Like, yeah, and it's like, how are you going on dates? Yeah. The next question is, uh, do you believe in love at first sight? So this says, I don't know if I believe in love at first sight, maybe like attraction at first sight. That, yeah. But actually, I've definitely experienced love at first sight with many, many dogs. <laughs> so I <laughs> so guess, I guess so. yes. <laughs> Honestly, dog love is the best kind of love. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing awesome. better. That's really I really funny. like that answer. Okay. 
So this person says, I do not believe in love at first sight. Love is not infatuation or attraction. Love is something that develops over time is, and is only true exists, truly existing when you know the soul of the person Ooh, you I love. love you cannot fall in love with someone's soul by simply looking at them. Granted, I think you could think to yourself, I could see myself falling for that person or dang, I really would be interested in pursuing that person seriously. But neither of those things are deep or love at all. Surface level love isn't love. I love that. That's so just, I, I'm feeling <laughs> I like surface I'm level like, love that. <laughs> I surface level love that. Okay, actually though, like when she said you love the soul of the person, I really like that. That is, like, deep. Because it's, like, that is really kind of what you're falling in love with, you know? Yeah. And I've heard something, I think I told this to you before, that you can't actually love someone until you've known them for two or three years or something like that. That's crazy. Like, just because it takes that long to actually under really under get to know yeah. someone. And like even really after that, level. you don't, like, know them fully, I think. Okay, the next one says, I think it definitely happens for some people, but that's not how I work at all. <laughs> <laughs> she just like no not not how i work i think that's like true though some people like you really gotta i don't know you really gotta take it slow yeah but there are some people that i how <laughs> <laughs> he's struggling over here there are some people that i've heard of or i don't know maybe met um who've told me that they got married after knowing each other for like a month or something like that. Or like so they see does, a person and they're like, I'm going to marry yeah, that they person. Like and then they do feeling. and they've yeah. been married for 30 years. Like, right. But, Which I feel like that's just a God thing at that point. Like, yeah. There's no way you'd know that. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay. The next person says, I do not believe in love at first sight at all. You learn to love someone as soon as you get to know that person and learn about their true character rather than their looks. However, mm-hmm. I say... There is such a thing as attraction at first sight. It is important to understand the difference of love and attraction. I think that is so true, though. And also, like, I just think it's really hard as a high schooler. Again, easier said than done. But it's like, looks fade. Abilities fade. Like, if you... Like someone because they're good at basketball and they're cute, like... It's going to go away in, like, five years. Yeah. Okay, not five years. (laughs) You never know. Only 17. (laughs) You look like a grandma at 22. (laughs) No, not five years. I sure hope not. The next one says, I think you can see someone and picture being with them, but no. Not love at first sight. Yeah. Which I think is what someone else said. Like, you can picture it, but, Mm -hmm. yeah. No. Okay, the next one The next question is a funny date story. So the first one, um, she said, so my boyfriend and I had the awesome experience of studying abroad. Both of us being strong supporters of bread, we quickly found our way to one of the local bakeries in our new country. We We then came to find that homemade bread is extremely cheap, so we each got our own footlong baguettes. I kid you not. These bread loaves were massive in length and oh so scrumptious. So after snagging the two rolls of heaven, he and I started the 25-minute walk over to my host family's house. The crazy cheap bread prices and the impeccable taste got us all loopy-doopy. So our super mature selves started playing lightsabers, just taking taking goofy pictures and just being total dorks with our massive baguettes in the middle of a foreign country. The next day, we heard from several fellow study abroad students that our their host families had seen us while passing by on local bus that we were the talk of the town that night. Oh 
so funny. <laughs> People playing with their bread. I love that. I That's love that a hilarious too. story. Okay. The next one. Funny date story, kind of just crazy, but one time my boyfriend and I were driving home from a game on a really snowy day, and we forgot to put gas in the car, and we were about half an hour out of the town when we noticed that that we were on E? Empty. Oh, sorry, okay. <laughs> like, what is this E? Okay, that we were on empty, and there were no stops for about an hour. We were so stressed, and so about 30 minutes after driving on empty, I looked up gas stations again, and there was a single pump in the middle of a field about 10 minutes away. I swear God, like, put it there or something, but it was hilarious after it w- It was hilarious after it was over. We made it home, but we were crawling up hills listening to Princess and the Frog trying to get that pump. <laughs> the Princess and the Frog detail. Like, I love that. They're just like, listen to that. Like, little, like, get us up the mountain. <laughs> like, that funny, like, book no. about the train. Yeah. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> oh okay. And... Those oh my gosh, the- they're probably listening to that song Almost There. Oh my gosh, yeah. We're almost <laughs> there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so the next question was, can you be friends with your ex? And the this person said, yes, but probably not very close. It's just not the same. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then I'll read this one. It, she says, I think it's actually very mature when two exes can become friends, post-breakup, but there is a fine line to take into consideration. Like, if someone was to run into their ex at the grocery store, they should be able to say hi, maybe briefly catch up, and simply be civil. But they shouldn't be hanging... Simply be civil. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) But they shouldn't be hanging out every night, still mingling frequently and constantly texting. I think friendship should be something to strive for after a relationship, but I will also add that there are situations... Where complete severance is probably necessary. Yeah, that's totally true. I agree with that. Next one says, There's a reason on why you didn't work out, so you should be very careful to try and be friends with this person again. There must have at least... No. There must have been at least a good amount of time and distance between you in order to build a friendship. If you've been in a toxic relationship, though, I do not think there should be a friendship in order to stay away from the toxic aspects that were bringing you down. Also, the duration of the relationship is important. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> what is wrong with me it's just such a struggle to read <laughs> ali's been having some more time with her speech clearly <laughs> it's all fine but i i agree with that advice i just think like it's if you're in a thought. toxic relationship or you were and you got out of it like you don't need to like continue and, to be and you don't owe them anything yeah like you don't oh you don't have to be nice to them and like fix it like just no it was just bad mm-hmm <laughs> Well, that's all we have on for... that happy note. Oh yeah, <laughs> on that really happy note. That's all we have for this episode. I don't know. That was fun. I liked reading other people's thoughts. Yeah, I'm very glad we didn't do it without because... their help. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that would have just been yeah not not great. But, so yeah, thanks so, so much for listening, and thanks to everybody who sent us their answers. Yeah, I hope you liked the episode, and next week, tune in to hear our thoughts on joy. I think that was one of our favorite episodes we've... Next to this one. Yeah. But what can we say? Girls gotta talk. Thanks for listening. See you next time.